This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I've officially decided today that I can't ever go into politics. I don't think I could be, I couldn't be a a political candidate and deal with some of these crazy people like Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, who I think she's got him now. She's got Donald Trump. Now the walls are finally closing in. He overestimated the size of his condo. <laughs> this is the attorney general of New York city as crime run rampant runs rampant as madmen are chopping up McDonald's with hatchets. And she's concerned with Donald Trump overvaluing his condo and Trump tower. It, it, it was just a bizarre sideshow, clearly nothing but politics, uh, but we can get into that. And uh, I don't think I could be a bank CEO either. The bank CEOs and say what you want about them. They have, worked hard. They've made it to the top of their profession. They are smart people. They have to sit there and listen to these morons in Congress like Rashida Tlaib berate them because they uh, uh, lend money to fossil fuel companies, fossil fuel companies, which make this country go. And this wretched woman was berating these, these titans of industry yesterday. I will give them credit. They stood up. They, they, they did not cower but we'll play you the sound. It is just amazing. Oh, look what Joe Biden did yesterday. He made a speech, a a bumbling, stumbling speech, and then he wandered around the stage. It could be, it's kind of a visual, but could be the most embarrassing moment we've seen yet. We got some Kamala sound, of course. Kamala, who cares about the community in the community, the banks in the community who lend to the community. Oh, she's, she's, she's the one that never stops giving never every single day. We have something from Kamala, but you know, we have to start with today. The most bizarre story of the day, most bizarre sports story I've seen in a long time. The Boston Celtics coach is in trouble. We're not quite sure why, but Adrian Wojnarowski says he's going to get suspended for an entire season for messing around where we, I have been digging I have been looking for more details. We'll give you the latest on the Ime Udoka scandal for what it's worth. We'll get into that and we'll make our NFL picks. Uh, see if I can dig myself out of this hole, starting with 
tonight's game. Uh, what is tonight? Pittsburgh at Cleveland. We'll give you. We'll 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 do all our picks with Montante, and we're going to do a lot more on today's Callahan Show. Brought to you by ExpressVPN. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that'd be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Verizon is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and they can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trust server technology. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Callahan right now and find out how you can get three months free. You know, I don't normally do this. It feels like kind of a local story, a sports story, but I think we have to start with this because it is just so crazy. You get, if you missed it last night at 1030, 1035 PM, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN Woj dropped a Woj bomb. And it is, it is stunning. The story, and believe me, there's not much to it. I should just read you. The, uh, the, the, the first couple graphs, because after that, it's just filler. I know how this works. Wojanowski has a scoop. Uh, Celtics coach Ime Udoka, who led his team to the finals last year, was a candidate for coach of the year, was looking like a guy who was emerging as a top coach in the league, is probably going to sit out the season. <laughs> and you say, what did he do? Did he, uh, I don't know, beat up his wife? Did he uh, drunk, drunk, uh, drunk? driving did he drugs i mean what what is going on here well i'm still wondering and maybe someone can chime in on the comment line if they know something if they have sources because uh that's the kind of day it's going to be on uh, on talk radio that's the kind of day it's going to be on twitter everybody's speculating hell i got a uh, a story here from awful announcing where they kind of compile all the tweets of people speculating i like this uh, like who what he did and with whom I can get to that, but let me just read this story. And you tell me this doesn't just pique your curiosity and make you just dig and try to find out. I I mean, honest to God, I'm almost distracted trying to find out what the guy did. But this is something so egregious that he's, according to uh, Wojnarowski, he's going to miss an entire season. All right, here it is. Celtics coach Ime Udoka is facing disciplinary action that is expected to include a significant suspension for his role in a consensual, intimate relationship with a woman who's a member of the franchise's staff. The relationship was considered a violation of the organization's guidelines, and the decision on the length of that suspension is expected to come as soon as Thursday. That would be today. While no final decision has been made, internal discussions have included scenarios that would keep Udoka out for the entire 2022-2023 season. It isn't believed, says Wojnarowski, that his job is in jeopardy. 
So that's it. The rest is all filler talking about where he was, you know, when came from, he spent time in San Antonio, Philadelphia, Brooklyn as an assistant following his playing career. Uh, he replaced Brad Stevens, who's in, who's now the president of basketball operations. And does he come down and go back on the bench? But I, I guess this is verboten against the rules to mess around with the staff, with one of your underlings but it's a consensual relationship in the office. I know Udoka's married, but you can't, you know, you, you can't suspend a guy for a year for cheating on his wife. I don't think. Um, but so if you have a sexual relationship with an underling, you miss a season. That's what they're talking about. He screwed around on his wife with one of the staff members. And that clearly is inappropriate and if you, if you made me guess, I would say, yeah, that would get your suspension for a week or two or, uh, I don't know, some kind of fine. Maybe you go to sensitivity training, which is kind of a thing these days when you get in trouble in the office. But a full year? Um, well, you know what? Since Wojnarowski says he messed around with a woman, that ruins one of the theories that I read this morning that was Danny Ainge's son. So I guess it wasn't Danny. Maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe they flirted, but he didn't have a – consensual intimate relationship with Danny Ainge's son or with Danny Ainge uh, since he's no longer with the team. But today you're going to see everybody from the national guys, Wojnowski and all the rest of the, you know, Brian Windhorst to the local guys uh, covering the team. Although there aren't many of those anymore. Uh, I'm sure uh, um, they're the bosses are pressuring the beat guys find out what the hell this is about. You can't, suspend a guy for a full season without any, without uh, providing a few more details than he had a consensual relationship with an underling that just doesn't fly. We need to know more. If you're a, if you're a journalist, if you're a beat guy, if you're a columnist, if you're a talk radio guy, get on the phone, get us some answers. The thing just broke late last night. So uh, it's a fluid situation as they say, and I will keep an eye on, uh, on Wojnowski and company and see if they can fill in some of the blanks, but what a bizarre story. The guy just took his team to the finals. He was riding high and he couldn't keep his hands to himself. I mean, you can screw around on your wife. God knows it's the NBA. You can go with only fans models. You know, you can, you can you know, pick up a, any woman you want in a bar and mess around on your wife. But if you do it with someone in the office, you lose a whole season. It seems rather harsh, but, uh, you know, I guess you're punishing him not for uh, cheating on his wife. You're punishing him for being a dumbass and keeping his hands to himself when he's at work. But uh, I assume all the players will react, will react to this today. They lost a couple of their uh, top uh, assistant coaches. Uh, will Hardy left the team in June to become the head coach of the Utah Jazz. Um uh, another Celtics assistant, Joe Mazzula, he was a candidate for some other jobs. He's still there and would be candidate for the interim job. But what happens if he's the interim coach and he wins? What if he does a great job? You say, end of the year, sorry, bub. Back to the end of the uh, slide down the bench, the uh, the handsy head coach is back. But uh, just a bizarre, bizarre story. And it's kind of surprising to me that Wojnowski doesn't have more. I mean, you find out that he's having doing this, and that's all you got. You don't have anything more than that. Uh, the the, uh, the in this day and age, you're going to say 
He's out for screwing around with the help. He's out for a year. That seems harsh, but well, we'll in, see. Initially, any minute now. Yeah, initially I thought it was now, again. Jamel Hill, Jamel Hill, um, uh, Bamani Jones, uh, Max Kellerman. Any minute now, they're going to say they wouldn't do this to a white guy. I know lots of white coaches who screw around on their wives and don't miss the year. So that that might be one of the uh, subplots here as we go forward, but. Right now, we need some more information, Woj and uh, Winhorst and the rest of you guys. Get on it. Well, he, he posted it so vaguely. At first, I thought it was like he got drunk and hit someone that was on the staff, like a like one of the rebounders or something at like a shoot around. <laughs> it was very vague. And then I did. Yeah. And then I saw it's, the reports. It's literally, the story is literally two paragraphs. Yeah. Two paragraphs about one of the top coaches in the league the Eastern conference champion getting bounced for a year. And you say, wait a second, he just made the moves on a secretary. That's despicable. But, and maybe this is the me too era where we're in the me too era and he, he's going to get uh, bounced. Maybe he impregnated her. I don't know. We are left to speculate. If they don't give us any more details, we're left to speculate and wonder what, what, what could be so bad to cost him an entire season. And that's probably what, a season without pay has got to be you know, four million bucks, five million bucks. That is some serious stuff. I hope he had a good time. Uh, and, and, and Robert on the comment line said he must have been banging someone important. Um, I don't know who that could be. I, I I don't really know. Maybe somebody's somebody's wife, a player's wife. Could that be it? Another coach's wife? I don't know. But it, it oh, is very uh, titillating. Yeah, that's that's a story right there. That is a story. This is a story no matter what. You can't say the head coach is getting suspended for a year and just say, yeah, he did something inappropriate while at work. That doesn't fly. We need more info, and this, we'll see if we can get it. This but isn't even a league thing. It's a, a Celtics great, thing. It's weird. Crazy, crazy story. I could just imagine newsrooms right now. I could just imagine Wojnowski furiously trying to fill in the blanks. So I will be looking that. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little distracted because they got my attention. And I am wondering when we're going to find out more. But let's get to some of the uh, some of the other stories before we get to the, our NFL picks. I, I I said this off the top. I, I often people used to ask me that all the time. You, would you ever run for office? I could never do that. First of all, I could never win. I'd get like six percent in Massachusetts or in Boston. I could never win. Um, it, it, like imagine if I went against someone like, uh, Ayanna Presley, I mean, it would be, or Ed Markey, one of these hacks that just promised to give everyone everything. And, uh, I mean, it would just be a joke. I, I understand that, but I also don't think I could handle the petty sleazy people that you have to deal with like new New York attorney general, Letitia James. Now, every day, almost every day, we talk about crime in this country, and particularly in New York City. Invariably, we get a, a video now, because everyone has their cameras, of someone just getting beaten up. Uh, you know, someone getting thrown in front of a subway, just thrown, you know, just sucker punch for no reason on the sidewalk. Crime is out of control. People in New York are afraid to take the subway. They're afraid to go out at night, even to just they, in familiar areas where they used to feel comfortable. They no longer feel comfortable. They have one of those Soros DAs, Alvin Bragg, who does not believe in enforcing the law. A lot of stuff going on in New York. It's a dangerous place right now. Well, the attorney general, she's got more important things to do. She is busy suing Donald Trump. Now there's two things 
that jump out at me when you uh, see and hear this story. One, this this candidate, uh, she's a candidate now, she's the attorney general, but running for re-election. This could be the most cynical, the most transparent political uh, maneuver I've ever seen. She's uh, battling to keep her job. She knows people in New York hate Trump, so she's going to sue him. Now, why would you sue him civilly if he did anything really egregious, if, she, if, if he violated any laws, you would be charging him with a crime, which is what she promised to do before she even became attorney general. She said she's going to get him. You know, this, this is, this is could be the most unprofessional thing you've ever heard from attorney general, but she said, I'm going to get him. We're coming after him. Uh, this is, this, uh, is this, um, Letitia James, uh, before she became attorney general, yes. yeah, she was caught on camera talking about her obsession with Donald Trump and promising she's going to get him. Now, if this were, if she were a juror or a judge, she would recuse herself or someone would be, if it were juror, they would be kicked off the jury. You can't have someone with this kind of bias in this kind of position, but let's listen to Letitia James uh, a couple of years ago before she became attorney general, I believe talking about her number one goal when she becomes attorney general of a crime ridden New York. Go ahead. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. This That, that, that's, that's the attorney general, the top law enforcement person in New York. And uh, she, she can't get him on a crime, apparently. She promised to, but so she, time is running out. She's running for reelection. She needs to do something. So she's suing Trump and his family. And I'm thinking suing. I mean, what are you su- suing for whatever it is, a quarter of a billion dollars. Uh, but then I listened to her. Um yeah, this is 48 days before the election. Then I listened to her and I, I, I didn't know, I, I didn't know this was such a big deal. He, he overestimated the size of his condo. She says he claimed it was 30,000 square feet. It's only 11,000 square feet. And I'm going, yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's, that's not good. I'm not saying, yeah, you know, you should do that. You are the attorney general. You have really, really big, big problems. And you're suing a potential presidential candidate whom you hate because he overestimated the size of his condo. Let's listen to her. She still sounds just like a person obsessed. She sounds like a, a, you know, one of the view, one of the hens on the view, like uh, Anna Kanao, whatever her name is, uh, or or, uh, Sonny Hostin, just somebody who hates Trump. And will use anything, deal, grab a hold of anything they can use to bludgeon him. And this is her yesterday. While the guy, by the way, I should mention the guy with the hatchet who chopped up the McDonald's, walked free, no bail, and was doing interviews on the street about how uh, he he had the hatchet because he likes to go camping. That guy is free, along with many many other violent criminals. But she wants she's going to spend her time and energy and her staff going after Trump for overestimating the size of his home. Go ahead. Playing the law as part of his efforts to generate profits for himself, his family, and his company. 
The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. Why is she talking like that? He did this with the help of the other defendants, his children. Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump, and former oh, Trump better. Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg and Trump Organization controller Jeffrey McConney. Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated the value of assets to induce banks to lend money to the Trump Organization on more favorable terms than would otherwise have been. You know what he did? He paid the loans back. <laughs> can't have I mean, that. honest to God, just assume what she says is true, that he said whatever, his, his condo was worth more. But, I mean, don't they have an appraiser? But that's it? You're saying they're going to get him. They're going to get him with something real serious. That's it? At some point, the, the whole country has to uh, understand and admit that these people, whether it's the media, the attorney general, the you know Merrick Garland, they're just obsessed. They are they, they are this 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 maniacal cabal who are obsessed with Trump. And as I've said many times, I have mixed emotions because I'm a DeSantis guy. I I would be that upset if Trump said I got to deal with all these issues and all these investigations. I'm going to step back and. Uh, I'll, I'll help Santos, but uh, it's just too much, too time consuming. I'm too old. I don't think I'll do that, but I would be okay if he did. And I would, I would give, I would thank uh, Letitia James and Merrick Allen and, and Joe Biden and everyone else, because I think DeSantis is a better candidate, certainly younger, certainly more disciplined. And uh, I would thoroughly enjoy watching DeSantis run for president, get the Republican nomination and go against, Oh, I don't know. Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, Hillary Clinton, you name it. Uh, it would be a joy to watch uh, uh, DeSantis. And I mean, they would clearly, they would come up with something, people like this and people, the media, and they would start making stuff up about things he did, girls he, you know, he raped in high school. It's going to be uh, amusing watching them try to uh, demonize DeSantis. They've already begun, you know, with the whole, with the whole uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard scandal, which by the way, why don't we do this now? Why don't we do this now? If you haven't seen it, there's a video of a bunch of Venezuelan, you know, immigrants, illegal aliens in El Paso. These are the folks. These are some of the folks that uh, DeSantis wanted to uh, or, or did fly to um, Martha's Vineyard for a week or for 44 hours in a private jet. Then they got to stay at the uh, Joint Base Cape Cod where they not only get food and clothing and lawyers and therapists, they are going to get a nice little pathway to stay here. You can be sure of that they got, they got everything they need. They, 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 DeSantis did them the favor of a lifetime. These are some other Venezuelans who weren't lucky enough to get on the plane. And this is how they're living. If you're just listening, it is a street in a sidewalk in San Antonio. And they're living, they're literally families just living on the sidewalk, piles of clothes, a, a couple of makeshift tents, not actual tents. Look at families with little kids and they're living on a sidewalk in El Paso, which is probably like what, you know, hundred degrees at, in the middle of the day. And, uh, and they're like sleeping on piles of clothes. 
That's the alternative. That's the paradise from which Ron DeSantis lured those poor unsuspecting migrants who are now suing him, suing him. They should be thanking him. He did them such a big favor and I'm hoping he keeps it up. Uh, I, I, again, yesterday we talked about it. I give him credit for, uh, for punking the media who were waiting on that tarmac in, in, uh, in Delaware and never, and never showed up. But I'm pretty sure if I know Ron DeSantis, if I know Ron DeSavage, he's not through, neither is Greg Abbott. So some of these folks, they may be lucky enough to get a ride to, to Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket or New York or the Hamptons or Rehoboth beach. Um, oh, this, uh, yeah, this, this, they're having trouble with this. Let me just say they're having trouble, uh, convincing people that what DeSantis did was cruel and inhumane. Remember day one, when it happened, they said, Oh, this is just so cruel and inhumane. Albert Breer tweeted out, this is just cruel, cruel. Those people on a sidewalk living out on, you know, um, in filth, were taken on a private air-conditioned jet to a vacation paradise full, a, a, a sanctuary destination full of people, bleeding-heart liberals who vowed to help them, feed them, befriend them. I mean, they eventually, they kicked them off the island after two days, but they're still being take, well taken care of. They have beds and bathrooms and kitchens and food, thanks to the taxpayers of Massachusetts. But they're still trying to convince people. I watched that. Uh, what's her name? That the, um, the Anna Cabrera, the the View chick, and she's uh, she was on uh, CNN this morning saying how cruel and inhumane it was because uh, they didn't know where they were going, and now they don't know where they go. They were living on a sidewalk, Anna. They weren't <laughs> they, they weren't well fed like you. You know, they, these were people in squalor, in and they're not in squalor anymore. But uh, let's listen to Kareem Jean-Pierre try to, uh, try, try to explain to, oh, this is the Rachel Maddow replacement, right? What's her name again? Wagner? Yeah, my name is. Yeah. Alex Wagner, try to, uh, try to explain to Alex Wagner how the, what DeSantis did to the migrants was simply wrong. Go ahead. Has the president reached out to any of these governors? So here's the thing, and I was asked this question earlier today. I don't know why we would reach out mm -hmm. to a governor or governors who are clearly playing a political game, right? It is something that they're doing not to find a solution, but to literally, literally put people's lives at risk. <laughs> That's my favorite. She stopped because she knew what she was saying was going to be politically incorrect for her team. <laughs> put people's lives at risk. Put people's like uh, again. I mean, we've gone over it enough. You go on a private plane, you go to, Martha's Vineyard, you have people fawning over you because of the cameras were there and they're make then they're make pretend liberals, but they fed you, right? And they gave you clothes, their old underwear. They gave you used toys that they had in the basement. And they said they that you enriched them and they hugged you for the cameras. And then they cheered when the bus pulled out. But let's be honest, if the cameras were joint based Cape Cod, we would say, wow, they are taking pretty damn good care of the migrants and they're, 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 there's at least a couple of them suing because they have lawyers that are, they have access to these crazy radical left-wing lawyers and uh, the working pro bono. And, and by the way, they get money too from the GoFundMe. Although I'm pretty sure the Martha's Vineyard folks kept most of it, but they gave money and phones and vouchers and food. And Corrine Jean-Pierre wants you to believe their lives were at risk. 
their lives were at risk. The reason they crossed, you know, seven or eight countries, the reason they went through the jungles of, of, of Guatemala and, and, and Honduras and the deserts of uh, Mexico, and they paid off the, the cartels, the coyotes, the reason they crawled across the, the desert, swam across the Rio Grande, is because of you, Corinne, Corinne Jean Pierre. One person is jeopardizing their lives putting their lives at risk. That would be your boss, Joe Biden. But he lured them here. He's the one who lured them. They know the border's open. They've seen all the people just walking across and, and they know, they hear, they talk to people, they they get free phones, they call their relatives, they say, yeah, they give you money, they give you food, stay, they give you checks, they give you this, they give you that, come on in. That's why we have the invasion, because of you, Corinne Jean-Pierre, and your White House, they're the, you're the ones putting their lives at risk. In fact, we got uh, another week to go, but uh, almost 800 migrants have died trying to cross the border this year. Not because of Ron DeSantis. No, not because of Greg Abbott, because of Joe Biden. They are drowning in the, in the Rio Grande and dying in the desert and getting raped by the cartels and cooking to death in the back of tractor trailer trucks because of you, Joe Biden. And as, DeSantis said, you didn't hear a word from any of these people, Anna Cabrera or uh, Sonny Huston or, or, or Chris Hayes or Albert Breer didn't say a word when 53 migrants baked to death in the back of a truck because Joe Biden said, come on in, the border's open. That is on him. He puts their lives at risk. All right, let's get to, uh, uh, we don't have to do, uh, we don't have to do uh, Kamala. Eh, maybe we will, but I want to get to this Rashida Tlaib thing. Uh, the other thing that I, 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 I watch this sometimes and I say, how would I handle, how could I handle it? And they, the, the, the house had a hearing with the CEOs of a bunch of banks. I mean, top guys and women at banks, including the bank of America guy and the JP Morgan guy and uh, Jamie Diamond. These are masters of the universe. These are Kings, you know, heads of the industry say what you want about them. You could say, you know, they're, they're, they're bad people and, you know, bankers are bad, but you can't say they're stupid. They've worked hard. They've, they've ascended to the top position in their field. They've made a fortune. They've controlled run companies with thousands and thousands of people. Uh, they're generally well-educated. They're generally just smart, smart people. Uh, they have to go before the house and get, get, uh, pestered by absolute morons. I mean, just really dumb, just simple, shallow people who, you know, like they live in their lives on uh, talking points and just uh, platitudes. And, you know, uh, we gotta, we gotta get to zero emissions by 2024. We're all going to die. I mean, just stupid people who don't understand anything. They don't understand you know, climate science. They certainly don't understand the banking system. And, and they have to get berated by these people. And I find it to be, I, 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 I have to give these CEOs credit because when I heard this story, I said, uh, I first clicked on it and I was watching and I was w listening to this idiot, Rashida Tlaib, this anti-Semitic, crazy, radical left-winger who represents... Detroit, one of the worst districts in the country. Uh, I, I just looked it up. She, she is, you know, represents these, these absolute uh, uh, war zones 
in Detroit, these, these destroyed neighborhoods, just poor, you know, uh, this, this places you, you know, these blots on society, these just homeless and abandoned buildings. That's her district. She's obviously a terrible representative, doesn't care about the people there. But anyway, she's, you know, she's an elected representative, so she's feeling tough. And she goes at these, 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 uh, these CEOs and kind of pummels them and, and bullies them and wants them to say they will not lend money to fossil fuel companies. They won't lend money to Exxon Mobil or Chevron or companies that, that drill for natural gas or you know, frack. Would you, would you promise not to lend them money? Oh, um, Jamie Dimon, he's, he goes first and he handles it beautifully. And, and then she gets all upset and starts telling him he doesn't care about people because he wants to, you know, keep the economy going and do his job and lend money to legal companies that provide an invaluable service to Americans, including Americans in Detroit. But this woman's too dumb. All right, let's just let's just get to Rashida Tlaib at this hearing berating these 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 CEOs. And again, I have to commend Jamie Dimon and all of them for handling it well. I was afraid that they'd have to pander to her and say, yes, we're going to save the earth. We're going to do our best to screw over the oil companies and destroy the economy. But they didn't do that. They handled it pretty well. Go ahead. You have all committed, as you all know, uh, to transition the emissions from lending and investment activities to align with pathways to net zero in 2050. Do you know uh, what the International Energy Energy um, Agency has said is required to meet our global 2050 net zero targets of limiting global temperature rise to 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit or Uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius? So no new fossil fuel production starting today. So that's like zero. So I would like to ask all of you and go down the list because, again, you all have agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products? Mr. Diamond. Absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, sir. You know what? Everybody that got relief from student loans has a bank account with your bank should probably take out their account and close their account. The fact that you're not even there to help relieve many of the folks that are in debt, extreme debt because of student loan debt and you're out there criticizing it. Ms. Frazier, how about you? Uh, we will continue to invest in uh, and support clients who are investing in fossil fuels and in uh, in helping them transition <laughs> to cleaner energies. And Mr. Uh, Monahan? We are helping our clients make a transition, and that means we're, we're lending to both oil and gas companies and to new energy companies and helping monitor their course towards the standards you're talking about. Yeah, Mr. Sharp. Uh, Excuse me, uh, the same thing as Mr. Moynihan said. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to ask you, Mr. Diamond, because you obviously don't care. I mean, listen to this. These people, they uh, what they really want to say is, are you stupid? Are you out of your mind? You think we can get rid of fossil fuels? You know who would get hurt the most? Who will get hurt the most? Poor people. That'll get hurt. Working class people. You destroy the economy. I'm pretty sure these CEOs, they'll be okay. The Congress people, they'll be okay. But the people in her district, and, and we can play, uh, we can pick it up from there because she starts talking about people in her district who have asthma. And, and that's the fault of banks who loan money, lend money to, to, to uh, oil companies or, or natural gas companies. The people in her district have asthma. 
she's so dumb and simplistic. It's like, yeah, my, I got some kid in my district who has asthma and it's your fault. And they're looking at her going, what the hell are you talking about? The people, and, and it, it, this never gets mentioned. We had this little global summit in New York where a fraud governor, Charlie Baker, went down to schmooze with, with uh, you know, uh, the Clintons and Bill Gates and the rest of these, these globalists. I mean, if they did, if they, if we do what they want to do, it will, it will kill millions in, in, in sub-Saharan Africa. It'll kill millions in the third world. If they're not allowed to advance their, you know, their society the way we did and, and use fossil fuels and build power plants and have, Oh, I don't know, electricity Uh, and all the luxuries that we have. I mean, everything you touch today, everything you use today, it it requires fossil fuels. And these airhead morons who who sit there and listen to like Greta Thunberg or or, or AOC, like they're some kind of oracles and not morons. They they want you to believe we can just get rid of gas, get rid of and 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 drive electric cars, which will run on unicorn piss, and we'll all live happily ever after. And CEOs of banks are supposed to play along with this fantasy. I commend them, especially Diamond, who said it would be the road to hell. And again, I'm pretty sure Bill Gates will be okay, and John Kerry and the Clintons and the rest of the grifters will be okay. But the people in Detroit that that, that if they have no gas, you know, to heat their homes, that natural gas, no oil, what does she think? The people in her district are going to go buy Teslas? Yeah. Just they're so obnoxious. This is a problem with our system is these idiots like her and then AOC and Ed Markey get elected easily because they, they have support of the, the media and some real, real dumb people out there who think what they say sounds good. But in reality, it's, it's just insane. Uh, play a little bit more of her because she berates. I love the saying that people who took out student loans and couldn't, couldn't pay them back should take their uh, close out their accounts at your bank. Really, do you think the Bank of America or J.P. Morgan would give a shit if those people, they're deadbeats, they don't pay their bills. You think they really would would suffer if they lost their business? And she starts talking about kids with asthma and how it's their fault, but go ahead, play more of this idiot. Working class people in frontline communities like ours that are facing huge amounts of high rates of asthma, respiratory issues, and so much more. Cancer rates are so high among my communities that I represent. So I'm not going to even ask you if you're committing to ending financing of new oil and gas projects. But Ms. Frazier, Mr. Monahan, Mr. Shade, we are living through a climate crisis today. And a commitment to net zero requires a commitment to ending fossil fuel financing. It is important because I want you all to know at the end, we're going to pay the cost of the public health impact. These are people that you're supposed to be serving, the folks that you're supposed to be providing and supporting in communities. You know what you should do, uh, Rashida? Go to whatever hospital, Detroit hospital, big hospital. Go in there and just imagine what it'll be like when there's no fossil fuels, That how, how things will run. I mean, how... <laughs> How will that work at, in our, our healthcare industry? How will it work for kids in Detroit who, who you know who need care for whatever for cancer for for asthma, and there are no fossil fuels? So she decided fossil fuels cause asthma, and we got to get rid of them, and we can all just live happily ever after with wind farms and solar panels. We are being the, the our our elected class, our political class, are the biggest bunch of morons and liars and frauds and. I guess I should be encouraged that the bank CEOs stood up to her to the extent they did. 
They, they know it's all nonsense. They all know it's pandering nonsense. We're going to get to zero emissions. Great. We get to zero emissions. China builds a new coal power, coal fire, coal powered plant every week, one a week. Well, it might even be more than that. Same in, in, in India and Africa. They're not playing along with this fantasy. All we're doing is hurting our economy, hurting working people, working Rashida Tlaib. She won't mind. She could get a Tesla and she could fly private. She hires private security. She can, she'll be taken good care of, but the people in Detroit, they will suffer, but she can virtue signal. So she'll feel okay. But all right. I did. Had to get that out of the way. Let's play quickly before we get to our uh, NFL picks. Let's see. I want it's to, a, it's a visual, but I'll describe it. Or you can describe it if you'd like. Biden up on stage yesterday. He went to some global summit. You know, anything with the word global in it is just, is just obnoxious. The global, what is it called? The global fund. He went before the UN. He did talk a little bit about Russia, but he started talking just about giving more taxpayer money to all this climate change nonsense. He's talked about climate finance. We've moved on from climate justice to climate finance. So people right now are going to work, people working hard. Just know some of your paychecks go into this silly fantasy land about how we're going to change the weather and save the world. And you got this friggin' guy, this president, who's, who's not even as smart as Rashida Tlaib, He's the one that's going to spearhead the effort to change the temperature of the earth. How, how do people fall for this? It just boggles my mind. But anyway, let's see as he wraps up his speech and attempts to walk off stage and the, the whole conference like comes to a halt hmm. as everyone watches him try to find an exit. <laughs> how does he do that? I mean, at some point, shouldn't there be an aide whose entire job is to tell him where to go when he's done? Write it on a card. Take a right. Take every, a left. Every stage he goes on from now on should have runway lights. He doesn't have any of those arrows like they had in CVS during the pandemic. Yeah. Little arrow on this yeah. way. How does he never know how to leave the exit the stage? It's amazing. But let's let's watch. It's good for a laugh. Look at his hands. Mr. President, thank you. <laughs> At the end of such a momentous event, the word thank you seems kind of inadequate. But for all the millions whose lives will be saved, for the communities fine. where life will be... How do you think that guy felt when he said, Mr. President, thank you, and he turns around because he thought it was someone he, calling him? The guy wants to say, go over here, stupid. There are stairs right here, but he can't. This goes on for a while. He does not find his way off the stage. He cannot. That guy is going to decide whether we go to nuclear war with Russia. That guy is going to take billions. He's already squandered over a trillion dollars in, in uh, executive order spending without going through uh, Congress. That guy who doesn't know how to, I mean, he, is that the, he looks like every time looks like John Travolta and, and Pulp Fiction when he's trying to decide whether to, to bang you know, Uma Thurman or not. Mm. Uh, and all coked up, but he's just standing there looking. I think he's looking in the mirror, just doesn't know which way to go. Should he do it? Should he not do it? Instead, she overdoses, and uh, and uh, but she lives. Anyway, he just always looks lost. All right, one more. I do want to do one more thing before we get to uh, our NFL picks. 
anything anything new on uh, Ime Udoka? Anything new from uh, Wojbomb? Anything new from uh, from uh, Brian Winhorst or any of the beat guys in Boston? We we need I need some answers, but nothing yet. I, we, I have to commend, and I've done this before. You know, I'm a big Matt Walsh fan. Matt Walsh from Daily Wire, and Matt and and this happened in Boston when Boston Children's Hospital lied about gender. Uh, affirming surgery, which is what they call it, sex change surgeries for kids. They flat out lied. It was on their website. It said they did did uh, these surgeries for kids under 18, particularly double mastectomies, healthy breasts on a girl who wants to be a boy. That's happening at Boston Children's. Hundreds and hundreds of girls had their breasts removed before they were uh, the age of 18. That's obscene. That's grotesque. That's just flat out wrong. We talked about it for a couple of days. It was a big deal. There was this, um, uh, the whole media, including the Boston Herald said, uh, the, this was false. Even though it was on their website, we played the video, we played the sound. The media was once again, derelict in their duty. They lied. They pretended the big story was, you know, threats to the doctors, which were probably all a setup. They, they, there was a bomb threat. The woman who, who made the bomb threat allegedly is from Westfield. I talked to her turtle boy yesterday. He looked into it a little bit. She's not a, a right wing extremist or anything. It sounds like she's just a nut. But anyway, the, uh, the, the Boston Children's Hospital was caught. We don't know if they'll change their policy. They certainly changed their website. We don't know if they will continue to mutilate healthy children. We'll see. But Vanderbilt University did the same. They had these gender affirming surgeries, these sex change surgeries on kids. And Matt Walsh exposed them because he went to their website. He, he found video where one of the officials at the uh, Vanderbilt said they do it for the money. They mutilate young girls and boys, sex change surgeries on boys and girls. And they said it brings in a lot of money. Do we have that sound? It's hard to hear, but it's amazing. This woman says, because there's, it requires a lot of follow-up appointments. In, In other words, lots of complications when you do this to kids. Yeah. Listen to this woman from Vanderbilt talking about why they do these surgeries on kids Kids who, again, can't get tattoos and can't drink and can't vote. And, you know, kids that are just kids, they're confused. And they get them in there and they pressure them and they tell them this is the answer and they hack up their bodies and they do it for the money. Go ahead. Starting in January 1st of 2017, uh, according to the Affordable Care Act, insurance cover carriers are mandated to cover medical expenses for trans folks. Um, some of our BUMC financial folks in, 20, in August of 20, I'm sorry, October of 2016, sorry, a couple of years ago, put down some costs of how much money we think each patient would bring in. And this is only including top surgery. This isn't including any bottom surgery. And um, it's a lot of money. These surgeries make a lot of money. Um, so female to male chest reconstruction can bring in $40,000. Uh, patient just on routine hormone treatment who I'm only seeing a few times a year can bring in several thousand dollars that requires a lot of visits and labs. It actually makes money for the hospital. That, now, that, these- that, 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 that is a game changer right there, a game changer. And because it's Tennessee, it's not Massachusetts, the politicians woke up. Uh, I guess Matt Walsh met with them. The governor's looking into it. The Vanderbilt University uh, cleared their whole, uh, wiped out their whole website. Uh, uh, This department at the hospital wiped out the whole website. She just said a, what was it? A female to male transition brings in $40,000. Just top surgery. 
Was that top or bottom? That was top or top, bottom? Top. Because there's nothing more sickening than a female to male bottom surgery, if you don't know. And and I love people who say, oh, you're a hater and you're a transphobe. Well, just Google it sometime. Take a look at what they do. They they cut the flesh off the arm Ugh. and make a a makeshift, you know, wiener. It's, it's, and they do it for kids and the kid can never experience the pleasure of, you know, an orgasm or live a normal life or, 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 I mean, they could just live and, and the, you, you just, any normal, reasonable person says that is going to cause some major issues in that person's life. When they look down at that or see their arms hacked up uh, for the rest of their lives. And now we know why they do it. They're not doing it to help these poor, confused kids. They're doing it for the money. And you know the trans lobby pressures insurance companies, so it's all covered. And they and they know they can cash in. The kid walks in, a little confused. You know, I'm, I feel like I don't know what I am, a boy or a girl. Here, lay down on the operating table and let's get this done. And let's let's keep the money coming, man. That is sickening and. Uh, kudos to, to Matt Walsh because he's going to shut down. That clinic is going to get shut down. That's one. There's hundreds more. And, uh, but this is a good start and I, uh, I commend him. And uh, you can uh, go to daily wire if you want to read more about it. Cause it is, it, it is a great victory for the good guys. And uh, it, it's it, all you need to know is that the other side, the pro you know, mutilating kids. They, they don't want you to know what happens. They want you in the dark. They don't want information. They don't want you to know, to, to, to you know, understand the issues, debate the issues. They want to shut you up and shut you down. And they could continue to do this, this insane procedure on any kid who walks in the door. It's, it's nauseating, but all right, let me do Shay. And then we'll get to our picks. We got, uh, our degenerate Montante ready to go? Yep. Excellent. Let's do Shea and then we'll, uh, we're going to tell you who's going to win the game tonight. Shea Concrete, you know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. There he is, Montante. Good morning. I'm, uh, I'm in my office. Kind of looks like I'm like an interrogation video. It's a blank screen behind oh, me. But, cares? Uh, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. I know you want the, the, the visual element. Uh, you know what? You know what's, what's stupid? And I blame Ironhead for this because, you know, it was his job. We're making our picks, but we don't really have even standings because for some reason he thinks he can make an extra pick and you make this pick. And it's gambling, Jerry. Four games. 
We're picking four games. You can do what you want. Four games. It's the three of us picking the four games each week. That's it. I don't care what you did on the over or the under. Or, and I mean, I, I do care what Montante has for a prop bet because those are good and they're interesting. And you can, that's a separate category. Okay. You understand? Four games. Well, three guys. Not that complicated. Well, the over under is like maybe now, the I most have, popular I, I thing. Have, I have the standings here, and I keep a very cl- very clean sheet here. So overall, uh, I'm six and six. Jerry's two and seven. Numbers all over the place. And then uh, Craig is two and ten. Which, if you're a mathematician, <laughs> he's hitting at a twenty percent clip, which is hard to do. So uh, I tip my cap ten. to him. And he he puts real money on these picks, by the way. Five bucks, five bucks on every one of them. Um, before we get to our picks, you've been—I uh, assume you've been online because that's what you do—studying uh, the numbers. Have you got any answers for us on the Celtics coach? Just exactly, I, I want to know exactly what he did to earn a year-long suspension. He you had know. he had a relationship with Allison Feaster. Uh, I'm not scared to say the name. I will confirm it. Allegedly, here. allegedly. No, no, I'm confirming it. I reached out to my sources, uh, and they are confirming that they – and I got news for you. Two good-looking people getting after it. This is why, you you know, some places are should be male-dominated. This was going to happen regardless, you know. I'm surprised it happened to Becky Hammond earlier, but I digress. Hey, he's out for the year. What's – it's official? Yeah, for, for what I'm seeing, Woj Bomb, and they already said that guy Joey – I guess they have an assistant coach who they're going to promote um, already for the interim. Right, but yeah, we so mentioned him. So, so who – uh, what's Allison Feaster's position or what, what, well, actually, I, I don't know. I don't know what doggy he liked it. Yeah. But, oh, 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 he means on the staff. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> you sent me up. Uh, oh man. Like what a story. What a wild story. Uh, but uh, we'll be, uh, be just, I'm waiting here. I'm waiting for more details. I need more details, but uh, hopefully someone will bust it all wide open. I don't know. Tonight. Guys, yep. Tonight. So I don't know, by the way, before I know you have seen your news feed recently, everyone's saying this is somehow related to Brett Favre, which is the, the most lazy art, you know, argument of all time, but I digress. What was that point again? What did you just say? <laughs> if you go online, if you don't even been on Twitter, they're saying, you know, that this is getting all the media coverage because he's a black head coach. But meanwhile, Brett Favre is the $5 million thing in uh, Mississippi and is getting no news coverage. They're somehow linked together now. It's the most lazy <laughs> point, but I, I digress. Well, the Washington Post has a big story on how there aren't enough black coaches in the NFL. And even though the league is 70% black players, we need more black coaches. And I, I tweeted about it because I can't help myself, but, I, that just drives me nuts. It's talk about lazy. What does the race of a coach have to do with the race of a player? You say, oh, the league's 70% black, so we need to have black coaches. It's a different job. You know, you don't, to, to become a coach, you don't have to run a 40 and bench press 225 30 times. You have to coach. And the coaches, the great coaches, the, you know, the best coaches are guys who've been grinding at it since they were 21. They didn't spend 10, 12 years in the league they, they, you know, like Bill Belichick started when he was a kid and worked his way up. Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Sean McDermott, these guys didn't get to play in the league. So instead they worked their asses off to become coaches. And you're supposed to say, yeah, but they're white. They can't it's, do it because they, because the players are black. I mean, it just, it's so in, insane. And they just throw it out there like cavalierly. Why don't we have more black coaches? The black players are all black. So what? What does that have to do with it? I, honestly, but anyway, that's life in 2022. Anyway, we'll do that another day. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Cleveland tonight. I'm just going to make my pick because I think Pittsburgh stinks. I think Mitch Trubisky stinks. I think there's something wrong with that team. I think the Patriots are lucky 
the, the I think Gunner Schles, whatever his name, Walsh, a Gunner, Gunner, former Patriot Gunner. Yeah, I can't say his name. Polish guy. Uh, he handed him a gift. Gunner they were lucky Schiff. to get out of there. But I, uh, I'm, I'm going with the uh, Cleveland Browns and uh, tonight's big uh, uh, NFC North showdown. Yeah, so the the spread on that is, it's it's been it's been dancing around. It opened up at five and a half, um, but as of right now on uh, DraftKings, I'm seeing four and a half. Is that what you have, Ironhead? I got four. Four. All right, so we'll go with four. So minus four, um, minus four. So you guys are. What are you doing, Craig, on that game? Well, I can't touch overs now for some reason, and I would love you to. You can touch them all you want. Just don't put them in the standings, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like, Cleveland and Pittsburgh? I'm going. Pittsburgh money line. God damn it. All right. Well, that's not good. That's not bode well for me. Uh, I'm all over Pittsburgh plus 160. Mm-hmm. I don't want the points. I, I appreciate them being offered, but primetime spot. Give me the better coach. Um, but for Jerry, this this will help him. Uh, the Browns are 8-3 and three against the spread uh, the last 11 times they've appeared on Thursday Night Football. But numbers aren't always uh, 100%. So I don't like that me and Craig are aligned here uh, thinking that's probably – I'm probably going to – you know, cash out my bet early. Um, that does not look good for me, but I am also uh, on Pittsburgh plus 160 on the money line. Yeah, I'm predicting um, uh, Cleveland wins this game and uh, Pittsburgh makes a QB change in the third quarter. And Can I bet on that? Can he pick it in the third quarter? You can't, but um, listen, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is going to have a bounce back spot. I like Mitch. I'll still defend him. Uh, I will oh, die on that sucks. hill happily. It's one of the many hills. I, I you know, I, I'm dead on a lot of hills out there. So third, I'm third and Mitch. eight last week, third and eight last week. And he has time. He's got a pocket and he throws a two yard out. I said, yeah, that's, that that's, is a that's bad quarterback. I mean, he might have a good arm. He doesn't have a brain for it. He's not, he's not a good quarterback <laughs> taken ahead, by the way, taken ahead of Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. That could yeah, be one of the worst tough. draft picks. That's I just don't think I don't think Cleveland bounces back after my New York Jets just absolutely stabbed them in the throat last week. I don't think you're gonna on a short week. You know that momentum is going down for Cleveland. I mm-hmm. think me and Ironhead are on the uh, the right side here. So oh, when, well, when, uh, the over. Know, I want to know your t- the overs uh, a lot. I want to know your. Oh, let Jesus me know Christ. your theory on this on whether a team wins or loses. Like I'm picking the Ravens because they lost and they're home and the Patriots won. They get lucky and they won. That's is. Did you factor that in on what it means to come off a loss as opposed to come off a win? Because the Ravens Absolutely. have to. Absolutely. They're more desperate. Absolutely. And they you have, have, you have to look at it that way. Especially if you can run, you know, you just, you, your line, your everyone just is, you know, pissed off and they're just blast, you know, they're, they're, they're coming out hard and they're running the ball and Lamar Jackson's running the ball and that it just feels like they have an emotional edge. So I'm going with the Ravens on. Wow. First time I picked against the pass this year, but I'm doing it. What's the number line? Two and a half. The right, Ravens are favored in, in Gillette. What? Craig, the Ravens are minus two and a half in Gillette. Yep. I'm going to actually take the Ravens minus two and a half. God, I, I, I'm uncomfortable. So all three of us are on uh, the Ravens. It's probably the easiest play, I think, in the one o'clock window. I mean, listen, put it this way. A field goal spread, and you're going to have Mac Jones versus Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. What, what are we doing? I, I don't care how great Bill Belichick is. Um, and then the Ravens should kill them. But the fact that, you know, all three of us are on this makes me a little uneasy. Yeah. But it looks like we have a consensus pick. Uh, Ravens minus two and a half. All right, great. Uh, what, what is the Green Bay, Tampa Bay? What time is that at? Four o'clock. Excellent. Four o'clock Excellent. on Fox, I believe. Excellent. Uh, 
So that's uh, the last time Aaron Rodgers will play Tom Brady, unless they meet in the playoffs. This will be the last time. Uh, and uh, uh, Tampa Bay is missing uh, Mike Evans, who's an idiot and got himself uh, suspended for a game. A stand up um, for your boy. What's the line on that? Is it, I don't even know. You, Green Bay is getting one and a half in Tampa. The over under is 41 and a half. Green Bay is getting how many? 1.5. One. I, have, I have one on that. Yeah, so one, one. Or, so it's pretty I'm much. Taking, I'm, I'm taking the point. I'm taking Green Bay. I, so Tampa Bay was lucky to survive. The, 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 what is what is Tampa Bay? Uh, what did they score last week? They, they, was, they got a couple. Uh, I think they were in the twenties, but it was it was a disgusting game for for a while. They kind of got lucky at the end. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that that was an underwhelming performance. They're lucky they played uh, New Orleans. Any other team, you're probably going to lose that game. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going Tampa Bay minus one. Tom Brady in week three usually is when he wakes up, so you watch out for that. And the over, if it was sixty, I would still smash the over. But I'm going to take the over forty one and a half if I'm allowed to. Yeah, well, what's Tom Brady? What's Tom Brady's record in week three? I don't know. I always feel like that's when he gets used to whoever he's playing with. I'm glad I'm glad you called him out on that. That was just an absolute made-up stat by a guy who is 2-10. So I'm glad you did not let that slide as Dude, accountability. I'm not losing a fucking pick this week. You watch. All right. You still be a lot of games, a lot of games under 500. I'm also on the over 41 and a half. I will do that Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I don't care who's playing at receiver. Figure it out. Get me 42 points at least. And I'm also, I'm going to agree with Jerry here. One and a half uh, for Green Bay. I think they're the better team. Um, So if this game's played week 16, week 17, when Tom's, you know, in full form, might be a different uh, thing. But week three, I don't care about the made-up stat from Ironhead. Give me Green Bay plus one and a half. You watch. How did you not include Buffalo at Miami in this week's pick games? I mean, that's that's a must-watch, even though it's against the – Doesn't make it it a must-bet. Or or even the Bills. You didn't have a good feeling about that game. Is that what you're no, saying? That's an absolute. That's an absolute toss up. I don't know how to. I can't play the the, the Dolphins right now. I don't know what the hell they are. I know. Yeah, we won't. Uh, <laughs> that's a great we won't, point. We won't ask you to make a pick. The last game, yeah. You so you don't pick Buffalo and Miami, but you do pick Dallas at the Giants. I said yeah. last week the whole world uh, has giant fever right now. Two and zero. I was right on that. Uh, I actually come to work today. I won't pass MetLife. People are tailgating already for this Monday Night Football matchup. Um, the world has giant mania, and I think it continues here. The Giants, mm. uh, are, it's a pick right now, so I'm going to take Giants money line. I think it's their minus one. I don't want to do that. I'll take the the money line. Um, I don't trust Cooper Rush. I uh, definitely don't trust you know McCarthy. Uh, I don't know why the Giants aren't favored here more, but I'm going to take advantage of that little discrepancy that the books will give me. Giants you- money line. I have Giants plus, I mean, minus two and a half at the CBS website right now. Minus two and a half. I got minus that, one. That line must have, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the line changed. So that's weird that the line's moving that way. But yeah, as of right now, it's pretty much a pick. So, so it doesn't Giants mania make you want to pick the Cowboys? That's what I, that's why I look at it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Ironhead, you going with the Giants? I'm going to go with Giants money line. And I, I want to almost take under 39 because it's preposterously low. So I'm going to go with that too. I like that. I like that. I can't picture. I'm going to go, I'm going to take the Cowboys just because everyone loves the Giants. And I, you know what? I, I don't, I, I've never in my life rooted for either of those teams. So I'll just, I'll watch, I'll root for myself. I'll root for Cooper Rush, <laughs> maybe a QB controversy in, uh, in Dallas. Uh, surprised they haven't signed Colin Kaepernick yet. Stephen A said he'd be the answer. Get oh, bring God. the cap. Dear God, stop that. Right. <laughs> um, right. so I think we have all everything. So 
Shout out to Jarek McKinnon, Georgia Southern. You guys laughed at me when I said Georgia Southern momentum is a thing. Uh, fact check, <laughs> true. Uh, it is a thing. So I don't have any uh, really connected odds here, but what I do know is that the uh, best option, best value play tonight is going to be Chase Claypool. Um, it's going to be an ugly game offensively. I don't know why Craig took the over. It's because he's bad at gambling, I guess. But when Watch. you get down in the red zone, you're going to take advantage of your 6'4 receiver. Uh, him, He's plus 310 right now on DraftKings. So Chase Claypool to get in the end zone, plus 310. Lock it in. I think it's he might probably score the first touchdown of the game, but Chase Claypool plus 310. Just to score a touchdown. Doesn't just to get just, in the game. Just to get in. Every, don't care. Special time, teams, time. whatever. You don't think they're going to hit 38 points? Tonight's not on Amazon Prime again, is it? I think it is. No, it's uh, streamed on YouTube. <laughs> they're trying it out, uh, a new thing that they're going to try out this week, so hopefully this goes better than it did last. Tell me it's on whatever, whatever, NFL Network or something, please. Yeah, it's on It's on regular TV, so everyone should uh, be okay with it this week. Excellent. Every time Clay, Chase Claypool touches the ball, the announcers all say the same thing. He's so big, he's like a tight end. He's so tough to defend for a corner. You go, okay, you said that last time he touched the ball. Come up with it, something else. Tell me something else I don't know, but... Just one of those annoying things. But anyway, all right, Montante, good job. Thanks. We will talk to you again next week. All right, gentlemen, take care. And and, uh, and I'm still going to, I'm still into this uh, Buffalo at Miami. That's- Although it's against the Patriots. I'm going to have to watch Red Zone to, to appreciate that. But I feel like Josh Allen now is appointment viewing. Like you got to find him when he's on, where he's on, who he's playing just to yeah. watch him because it's so much fun. Yep. And as long as he's upright and not hurt, they're going to the Super Bowl, so he's always worth watching. But anyway, did you get any news? Anything from uh, from uh, Celtics beat here? Anything about the scandal? Like I said, just that uh, that woman who they're speculating who it is, but there's no concrete proof of that, so I don't know if you even want to say it. <laughs> That's okay. Well, what's her title again or her position? And uh, I don't say missionary. What's her position? Doggy. Um, Director of Player Development. Director of Player Development. Okay. So, and uh, I mean, that seems harsh. There's got to be more to the story. They just had a had a night, had an affair, and the coach loses five million bucks. It seems a little harsh. But anyway, we will be reading. We'll be watching. We'll be following that. Maybe we'll get into it again tomorrow. If you'd love to join us, you can go to callahan.locals.com. That's what we do on Friday. We do our show. No commercials. No holding back. You know, we get to say what we want. Well, I guess we do that every day, but we do it without commercials on Friday. So join us. Go to Callahan.locals.com. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening and comment. Thanks to Montante and Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll talk to you tomorrow only on Locals. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error 
occur. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.